Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to the third episode of our podcast, Dripcast, with Kian and Arush. This episode, we're going to take a break from sneakers and streetwear and endeavor into high fashion, more specifically, watches. For a lot of people, a watch is the one accessory that can complete an outfit, and for others, it's something that can easily be overlooked. These small accessories are some of the most collected items in the world, with some coveted watches going for millions of dollars. Yeah, for me, I can't live without a watch. I honestly feel naked without one. And every guy should know that ladies like a man who can manage their time, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, so, so it's time to get into the gears of the watch industry. That was terrible, dude. <laughs> Why? Like, did you not learn from the last episode? Just like, stop. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay, so... I'm going to start us off with a brand that I'm pretty sure everyone has heard of. I mean, it's even in Drake's song, uh, Patek Philippe. Life is Good is the song for all you people unfamiliar with Drake for, and his songs for whatever, God, God knows whatever reason. Uh, Patek Philippe is a Swiss luxury watch and clock manufacturer, which was founded in 1839. It is widely considered to be one of the most prestigious watch manufacturers in the world. Uh, over the years, notable Patrick Philippe patrons and timepiece owners include Albert Einstein, Brad Pitt, Mark, Wal- Mark Wahlberg, and the infamous Robert Downey Jr., who everybody knows is my favorite and my role model. Mm-hmm. Um, Virgil Obloh. Virgil Obloh even has a blacked out Nautilus, which looks absolutely breathtaking. Oh my God, it looks so good. Uh, And the original Nautilus, the REF 3700, Nautilus REF 3700, was a stainless steel luxury watch influenced by nautical motifs. Uh, It was designed by Gerard Genta in 1973, and it was introduced in 1976. Yeah, dude, like, I think Patek is probably one of the most influential brands, you know, and for a good reason. Like you said, they've been around for, what, almost 200 years? I mean, come on, that's two centuries. And, you know, they've always been pioneers of the watch industry. And the Nautilus is just, like, it's an iconic, iconic, iconic watch. They're so easily recognizable and just so elegant. Yeah, and on the model's 30th anniversary as well, the Nautilus REF3700, that is, in 2006, Patek Philippe rolled out a new take on the Nautilus, the REF5711. It was a modern update lauded for its graceful synthesis of historic detail and contemporary styling. It maintained the classic beauty of the original and the modern REF even incorporated several innovations over the original, including greater water resistance, better corrosion resistance, thanks to the use of higher grade steel, and improved comfort from a superior double folding class. Uh, uh, and in the process, the REF 5711 became a watchmaking sensation. It rewrote the rules of the secondary market, where it continues to command a significant premium over retail. It's one of the most desired watches on the planet as of now. So my personal favorite from this brand is the famous reference 6002 Sky Moon Tourbillon. You can check out all the watches we talk about on our Instagram page. We will be posting pictures of them and you guys can comment. And we want to know your views about these watches as well. Mm-hmm. So this watch uh, celebrates a comeback 
in an extraordinary white gold case, entirely hand-graved with elegant volutes. The black dial features cloisonne and champlevé enamel motifs. Here, the quintessence of rare handicraft skill is paired with a masterpiece that reflects the utmost in watchmaking artistry. And this watch is just, it's, it's so gorgeous. And I've always compared Patrick Philippe to the Rolls-Royce of the watch industry. And to understand what I mean, I'm going to explain exactly what I mean. So uh, it's basically like in, in the Rolls-Royce in- industry, let's say they have 2,000 workers and they produce 50,000 cars a year. So that's why it's so expensive that they have such experienced workers working on one car at a high price for like a really few select individuals. And that's exactly what Patrick Philippe is. It has a less amount of workers and they have a less production rate of the year. But that's what makes it so special and stand out. And that's why you pay the big bucks for this watch. It's for its individuality and it's... Uh, what do you call it? the way it stands out because it's built by such experienced uh, like builders basically yeah bro like yeah that, that's a really good saying honestly like I really like that you compare it with Rolls Royce I mean that's a perfect analogy because the amount of you know handicraft and the amount of work both the companies put into their products is immense and that's just like I, I really like that saying of yours so I'm gonna give you that one First time ever that that's ever gonna happen, Thanks. and the only time. Okay, but um, coming to the reference six double oh two, beautiful watch. I mean, I understand why this would be someone's favorite watch. It's just the intricacy. Um, it's just the white gold case, the hand engraved motifs. It's just the two faces. Everything about this watch is just, it's just so beautiful, and um, yeah. Now. Moving from one of the most influential and historic watchmakers to a brand that is comparatively much younger, we're going to be talking about Richard Mille. Richard Mille was founded in Switzerland by Richard Mille and Dominic Venat. Like I said before, this company is very young and released its first timepiece in 2001. Since then, the brand has become synonymous with technical elegance and tremendous quality. I mean, each watch looks as if someone took parts from an F1 race car and jammed it into a high-end timepiece. You know, this idiosyncratic look has helped build the Richard Mille brand into what it is today. And the brand is also known to create timepieces in collaboration with celebrities and athletes such as Rafael Nadal, Margot Robbie, Jackie Chan, and Pharrell Williams. And you already know these watches are going to be very, very expensive. The base price for most watches are usually over 50,000 USD, and the value just keeps on going up. You know, the most expensive watch is the RM56-02 Sapphire. Only 10 were ever produced and each cost a cool 2 million US dollars. What do you think about that, Kian? Dude, I think I remember Margot Robbie. I think I saw her in the Wolf of Wall Street, man. She was so is good that, in that movie. That, that's what you got from all of that? Dude, I talked about a $2 million watch and you're talking about Margot Robbie. Get Jesus Christ. Oh no, no, no. I, I, no, I also know that another hot celebrity that wears uh, this brand, Natalie Portman, and she looks like a goddess in anything she wears. But, like, other than me dreaming about actresses, let's get back yes, to the brand. Yes, please. Thank you. Just Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. But you know what's more outrageous than a $2 million watch? 
the famous wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. wore this same exact watch, a $2 million limited edition watch on his debut for the Cleveland Browns. The man wore a $2 million watch and played football. I mean, he must either really trust the craftsmanship of his watches or just does not care about his money. But all I can say is that that was a very, very ballsy move. Um, moving on to some other really iconic pieces. Um, there are There is the RM60-01 Ricata flyback chronograph. The RM027 Rafael Nadal Tourbillon and the RM018 Meteorite Watch. But amongst all these, there's this one that really catches my fancy, and that is the RM52 01 Red Skull. Ooh, this is just wow. It was a second timepiece that was released in the Skull Collection of 2012, and is probably one of the most unique watches with a very distinct skull in the middle of the watch face, which has come to symbolize the Richard Meal brand. There are a few different color variants out there, but the one that really, really stands out is the all-black case with the gold skull. The gold skull, like, it just gives it that pop and uniqueness, you know, and you can never really go wrong with all-black, so it's just a perfect combination. The watch is just super classy with that little bit of wildness mixed in with it, and it's just, it's truly a masterpiece. Yeah, this skull really makes the watch look amazing. I mean, wow. And the watch is pretty simple otherwise, to be honest. And the the see-through feature is something that I'm a fan of in watches. I have a watch with a similar design by Kenneth Cole. And the transparency, which, like, when you see the gears of the watch Mm -hmm. work, it looks Mm -hmm. really nice. Like, I I just love looking at it. Sometimes during class, I just stare at it. Like, who looks good? Yeah. at that. Uh, but there are so many more brands that I want to talk about, but I think we should let them in on the surprise yes, we have for them, for our listeners out there. Uh, so for the first time on Dripcast, we have got a guest who is a close friend of ours and a watch enthusiast, Rahul Arun. Hey guys, it's it's great to be on here. I mean, uh, I've been keeping up with your uploads and the first two episodes were great. So it's an honor to be on here. I'm glad you thought of me. Thank you so much, dude. And it's awesome that you listened to our episodes as well. We're so glad you've come onto our show. Uh, so introduce yourself to, your, to our listeners. Okay, so uh, hey guys, my name is Rahul Arun. And um, I've known both Kian and Arush for quite a while now. And they're two of my closest friends. And like when they started up Dripcast, I was really impressed because I'd never really seen anything like it. So um, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so great grateful to be on here as a guest speaker that, that's that's nice um we love having you here as a first guest so yeah so let's just get into the first question um pretty simple what are your favorite luxury watch brands okay so i don't have uh, one particular favorite uh, if i'm being honest i have a couple of favorites so uh, like uh, for example there's jejelikult uh zona uh, Vacheron Constanta, then uh, there's Patek Philippe, uh, like you guys were talking about earlier. And uh, there's another uh, brand called Jacques Hedro. Oh, so why do you like these brands? Like, what appeals to you, what appeals to you about them? Okay, so um, each of these brands, like, I have a different relationship with each of them, actually. So um, let's take JLC. So um, this is one of my favorite, absolute favorite watch brands. Like, uh, 
it's it's the what it's the brand that initially got me into luxury watches in the first place so the first jlc i saw was a reverso and i saw it in, a, in an airport in moscow 4 years ago so prior to that i had i wasn't really interested in luxury watches at all like uh, i mean of course i'd seen them and stuff but i i, I had no interest whatsoever but uh, sitting there i just saw this guy flip his watch dial over and uh, there was a little inscription or something on the back but that was just so novel i'd never seen anything like it so like uh, that's what got me interested in luxury watches in the first place so like i have this really special connect with jlc yeah like i i yeah. love reverso i think it's one of it's up there with the nautilus it's so iconic i mean you can really do anything with jlc watches and i just absolutely reverso they're so like there's a timeless classic exactly exactly and it's so like personal personalizable because like mm-hmm. um you can have a custom painting or an inscription or an engraving on the back of the watch and it's just yeah. that's yeah. something like you don't really see that in many other watches for sure for sure yeah i lost in the theater when i saw a doctor strange that was the first time i saw a jlc and <laughs> when he when he opens the drawer and you see the watch oh man yeah 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 wow every everything about that just seems so amazing yeah, so i just cool. loved it thank you so much what was the other brand you were saying uh ala and oh yeah yeah <laughs> so um uh one more brand is alanganzona so uh so like my literal dream watch is uh, the langa 1815 chronograph like that is my absolute favorite watch um so like i just love the minimalist design and i like the muted colors the simple like it's basically a very like utilitarian watch but um i mean the the beautiful thing about langas are the movement okay so if you just turn it uh, turn the watch around oh man you're going to be floored like every movement is handcrafted and um like so and it's completely unique because the balance bridge on the uh, tourbillon is hand engraved and no two watches have the exact same design so if you buy a lange it's one of one and it's that's just amazing man i love the i love the company i love the watch like um i've never heard of this brand i'm going to be very honest i don't even know how to pronounce it and i'm not going to try cuz i know i'll butcher it but like i just i saw this watch you showed it to me one day and it's just beautiful you know i i'm also a person who loves you know minimalist designs muted colors and this just like it it's that niche it just it's just very yeah. different but also just so plain i i really like it absolutely absolutely i like everything about the watch uh, like the the watches they make except their brand name cuz it's the most difficult name i've ever had <laughs> True, true, true. <laughs> when I first found it as well, I, I like I had no idea how to say it. I went around say, calling it Lange for quite a bit before I figured out how, <laughs> before I figured out that it's it's Alanga and Zona. It's an insane yeah, pronunciation. It's kind of... Okay, l- let's move on to something that we can easily pronounce: Patek Philippe. What what a few? Oh yeah, man. That? Like uh, I mean, Patek is like you were talking about earlier. It's one of the most iconic brands in the industry, and um. like the watch that initially got me to patek was the nautilus like you were talking about before like that that literally that's one of the most 
iconic recognizable watches ever because it's just such a unique design and uh, i don't know man it's it's just a timeless watch so um like even though the nautilus is what initially got me to patek what i really liked about like my favorite watch that patek makes is the 5170 series it's a it's it's, a, it's also a chronograph actually but um unlike the 1815 the langa 1815 this one is completely different like uh, so where the uh, langa is all like a minimalist and it's just um you know function over form the uh, patek is it's all curves and uh, like creases and it's just it's it's all about the aesthetic and it's one of the prettiest watches literally one of the prettiest watches <clears throat> on the market so um i mean if i couldn't have an 1815 it would absolutely be this yeah we had talked about the famous the reference 6002 sky moon tourbillon what are your views oh, on that watch that's a that's a very very limited watch like so um that's actually a very interesting watch because if you want to buy that you not only have to apply to buy it you have to apply then be selected and then you have a to get one of the four or five watches that they make per year and um if that wasn't enough it's a 2 million dollar watch so uh, wow what yeah. can i say man I, we talked about a 2 million dollar watch oh yeah kian yeah <laughs> yeah what can i say man the watch is just it looks so good yeah it's a beautiful sure, watch well um let kian just drool over that watch let's get to the final question um <laughs> we know you have a nice um size collection of watches among those watches which one is your favorite and why okay so um that's actually an interesting question because uh not many people actually expect this uh my personal favorite of the watches that i own is this little tissot 1853 um dress watch so it's a very small thing like uh it's it's plain it's simple there's nothing really um different about it just it's just hours and minutes but um it was my granddad's watch before and uh, he gave it to me just before he passed away so like i i don't know i just have a an attachment to that watch like it's my lucky watch that is so touching and like the weirdest thing is we have the same watch literally the yeah, same watch we have the, like, the exact same watch yeah i got mine from my dad you got from a granddad like i like it's so simple but like i cherish it a lot exactly it has its own like character you know mm mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. hey i'm part of the tissot gang as well oh okay? how is that okay yeah <laughs> if i have one okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah okay kya yeah. whatever floats your boat anyways uh, why don't you introduce the sneaker of the yes week? Finally, this this is my favorite sneaker of the week until oh man, the whole thing. We're talking about the Dior high tops, the B twenty threes. Rahul, I know you like these. Oh, I love these, like the Soreyama ones. Man, mm, yeah. oh my god, beautiful. Truly, dude, like oh, these are like these are grails for me. Like honestly, yeah. I would love to get a pair of like, these. Bro, Bedi and I, we just like we sat in a free period like during English, and we just looked at like different pictures of the, of these shoes for yeah. eight hours. Yeah, we did, and like I, I don't regret it. 
it is a it is a pretty shoe to be honest it is really pretty but i wouldn't say it's the best shoe i've ever seen to be honest in my opinion yeah. hello you I've bought seen. the frozen yellow yeezys okay you don't get to say in this okay yeah kian that's that's quite questionable <laughs> a lot of people like those okay a lot of Who? people do okay <laughs> Trent, I mean not Trent. I Aaron Van Bissaka. He okay, was, okay, dude. Whatever floats your boat. Well, um. Okay, I guess that's all. Yeah, that is. Day, right? Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Do check out our Instagram page at Dripcast. We'll be posting all the watches and shoes we talked about on our page. Drop us a like and do share. Yeah, and thank you, Rahul, for coming yeah, to us again. Yeah, for inviting me, man. It was it was great to be on here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening, and peace. Sir.